I'm not sure what happened. I think we got interrupted there, Miyoko, but uh, we could pick up where, where we left off. I was saying, I don't know if you caught that, but I was saying, has there been anybody that tried to be like a dream snatcher of your vision, your dreams, when you felt like you were so close, so close to that, to that, to that breakthrough, and somebody came along trying to like snatch it up? Obviously, besides your dad, at that point, you kind of, you know, wasn't. Going- Deep, deep down in your dream, dream. Is there anything else that comes to mind? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. There was this one time, and I will never forget it. I'm actually laughing because I'm back to that place. Um, I was working for a financial services firm, and the owner, he actually sat me down. We had a meeting, um, and, and we came in, and, and we sat down, and we talked about some things. And he said, you know what? He says, I thought you had this hunger, this, this killer instinct. He says, but you don't have it in you. Because you don't have a drive to really be successful. And it's interesting because what he was really trying to do is he was trying to break me down. But he actually did me a favor. Because him telling me those words got me so angry. (laughs) I walked out of that office so angry, man. I'll never forget it. But then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to prove him wrong. Like, why does his opinion of me actually even matter? And then I really thought about it. And I said, you know what? In a sense, maybe he's right because my passion wasn't in what I was currently doing. So he actually did me a favor. And what he was really saying to me was what you're what you're focusing on has more of your attention than what this than what this does. And that's when I really started to gear all of my attention to what I was passionate about, man. And I haven't looked back, man. Things have been amazing ever since. So I I, want to say to people listening. You may be in a career right now or in a position where you're just going through the motion. You're just living and your your fire and your passion is is elsewhere. I mean, your heart is somewhere else. I mean, you have to decide to make a change and change can be scary. And I'm not saying you just up and quit your job and just go off to entrepreneurial bliss. I'm not (laughs) saying that, but you need to start taking steps towards what you truly want to do in your life. Otherwise, you are always going to look back and live a life of regret. And I would have, could have, should have. And you don't ever want to get to that point in your yeah, life. Yeah, man. And it's tough. It's always, it's easy for, you know, us to say, all right, go for your dream. Go for your goals. It's tough. And sometimes, you know, the, the toughest things, the most scariest things are, are, are the most rewarding. Because it's, it, it's, it's, it's like, um, it's a microcosm of life. And like you were talking about, you know, your boss being that guy that kind of lit that fire. Sometimes it's it's a little bit closer to home. You know, I remember, I remember like like yesterday, the day that I feel like my fire was lit. You know, when I was in high school, sitting in the, in in my my wrestling locker room after just getting spanked in football the season prior, <laughs> and all of our dreams were shattered. We, you know, we we didn't get to the playoffs. We didn't get to the Long Island Championship. Like we literally got beat bad where we walked off that field almost just in disbelief and a new coach from our rival school came over and I was having a conversation with this guy in the locker room and I was telling him all these these hopes I had you know a young kid hungry passionate you know eyes all all lit up and I'm telling him I'm gonna be an all-american I'm gonna do this I'm gonna do that we're gonna win a Long Island championship and he looked over to me and I'm expecting you know an adult to say you know all right good 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 he looked at me and bursted out laughing, the biggest, loudest belly laugh ever. And I could just, and wow. it, it, 
I was like, if this guy was a bigger, stronger, I would have picked up a chair and wanted to hit him or something. That was like the first, that was the first reaction that came to my mind. And I don't know if he did it on purpose, but he literally made an animal inside of me grow because every single time I sweat, every time I bled, every time I did any workout, sprints, whatever, I, I would go back to that deep belly laugh and it, it just fueled me. And now this space, stage of life, I know that, that he actually truly cared because, you know, he was an intricate part of, of my success. He actually, you know, made me be the man that I am today, not just by his laugh, but by his actions. I remember losing in the, uh, in this, in the States, uh, wrestling championship and me and him was in the elevator, you know, having a personal conversation just to watch this grown man break down and cry because, you know, I had the match and, and, you know, I didn't finish it the way I wanted to and, and how we envisioned. And he just literally said, you know, don't let this moment, you know, shape your life. You know, there's greatness in you. And, and I, and I, and I'm so emotional, but I see great things for you. This is the same guy that had the belly laugh before, but that same laugh motivated me, lit a fire and, and, and it made me and shaped me who I am today. And, and that's right where that fire, you know, first got kindled where that, where that mentality that just started to develop. And, you know, it's been tested. It's definitely been tested along the way. <laughs> like everything else good in this world. It's always, you know, it's definitely been tested. So for me, that's, that's where that mindset of truck uh, was shaped. Mm -hmm. well, well, it's interesting that you say that because sometimes, sometimes in certain circumstances, people don't really believe in what we're doing until they can see that we truly believe in what we're doing. Mm, I like that. That's a very, very important point because sometimes, you know, they want to really see, does this kid believe what he's saying or does this uh, woman believe what she's saying? They really want to see that. I like, I like that. So moment they actually see that you can make a person that has no belief in what you're doing become a believer just by your actions your mindset and your persistence and your will to want to win you create believers you create people that support you and 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 it's funny that we're talking about this because this is why eddie truck gordon and miyoko taylor have a podcast yes because we same mindset the same will to win and that connected us and and it's it's so amazing because we have to tell our story at some point, man, on the podcast. We won't do it today, but we we definitely have to tell that. It, story. It, you know, it's it's a, it's a great story too because like it's crazy, man. Everything happens for a reason. Everything falls into place. And to all you listeners out there, you know, listening to the Art of Winning podcast with Eddie Truck Gordon and Miyoko Taylor, like you guys are growing with us. Like this, this is a journey. And it's not always about the actual destination that I think people have to realize. Sometimes right. you have to enjoy and embrace the journey. And with that journey, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs, there's going to be doubters, there's going to be believers. And and you got to embrace it all and always, always go back to the principle itself, the base, the foundation, the, 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 um, the, the, the core of the principle is believe in your vision, in your vision is so much more relevant so much more you know important than somebody else's opinion of you so don't ever forget that and that could it could lead on to any any stage of life i don't care if it's you want to be a lawyer you don't have to be an entrepreneur because guys not everybody's gonna be an entrepreneur this it's not it's not cut out for everybody 
<laughs> people people talk to talk, but it's not cut out for everybody because I promise you this, you talk to any successful entrepreneur and there's no difference between that successful entrepreneur and the one that failed on, on his face besides the fact that they kept going and they kept failing and failing exactly. and they kept that enthusiasm as they failed along the route. So, And, and they may not want to be entrepreneurs and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. You may want to work a regular nine to five job and you're in a profession that you love and that's okay. That's not what this podcast is about. We're not trying to tell everybody to quit their jobs and become entrepreneurs. Exactly. But no, what we're, what we're trying to do is to make sure you tap into that greatness, yes. that hidden potential. And Live the best fulfilling life in every aspect of your life that you possibly can. And, and that's what this is about. And I want to I ask the listeners a question. Why are you still taking advice from people who have not reached the level of success you were trying to get? Exactly. Like, I, that is the best question ever. Listeners, why are you going to ask a plumber, a plumber for electrical advice? Like if you if you need to have heart surgery, are you going to go ask, you know, the telephone man to, to perform surgery on you? Like why? I don't know. I, like it's the most sometimes I say common sense isn't common, right? Why? Uh-huh. But why do we continue to do it? Why do we continue to listen to our friend that that's single about relationship advice? Why do we continue to listen to our friend that that is unhappy in life, is unsuccessful, is always bickering, always bitter? And to, to, to find out true happiness. I don't, I, I don't understand it. And hey, maybe it's not for me to understand. But I'm going to answer that question for you. There you go. Help me out. The reason why people do this is because they place way too much influence on people that cannot help them get to where they're going. Mm. And, and why is that? It's, it's a connection. It's their environment. And we were talking the other day um, off the podcast about your surroundings are very important in your environment. So, for example, if my best friend is single and I'm married and she has had the worst luck whatsoever, worst history in relationships, and I'm going to her for a relationship advice, that's not really a good idea. But because we are emotionally connected, my odds of going to her versus someone else that can give me more sound advice, I'm going to go to her. And this is what we do all the time, whether it's mommy or daddy, whether it's business colleagues, whether it's uh, best friends. We go to them for advice about everything. And the reality of it is, is I'm not going to go to my dad or my mother for entrepreneurial advice. I'm just not going to do it <laughs> because I have no experience with that. What do you expect? And this is this is why self-awareness is so important. Yes. Most people are not self-aware. We would not make as many mistakes or, or set ourselves back if we really took the time to think. Most people, we go on reaction, emotional reaction, instead of really having the mindset to say, let me think about this. Why do I feel this way? What am I trying? What's the outcome? We don't stop to think. We act first and then think later. No, you're That's spot on. You're spot on because I'm a, I'm an emotional person, man, and and I'm I know that I'm perfectly imperfect. I know I made my mistakes and my bumps in, in my in my road, but I, what what I what I think I I've learned is when I don't know something, like I'm not IT specialist. Like when I have an issue with this podcast, I reach out, you know, to the IT department. I reach out to you. I reach out to the, the people that I feel like can actually solve and fix the problem. But 
like you said, I think we're just emotionally invested in what is it going to take to shock us out of that reality? Because I tell people all the time, the two biggest things that, that, that allow us to be trapped in, in, and and not attain the success and the greatness that that we have inside us is our, our two biggest uh, our two biggest downfalls. You know the fact that we're afraid of the truth, <laughs> and the fact that you know we're afraid of success. Like Absolutely. I, I think that it, it it sounds crazy. It doesn't make sense to most. But like you said, we don't want to really truly evaluate ourselves and, and, and get that reality check. Like, like we don't want to hear it. We'd rather somebody lie to us, feed our ego, than actually tell us our mistake, tell us our shortcomings, and go ahead and fix it and adjust it. And then, you know what? I think sometimes we're just afraid to be successful because there's too much pressure in it, quote, unquote. There's, Bingo. There's, 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 uh, oh, my gosh. I, I'd rather complain than be <laughs> successful. Uh, oh, my gosh. This guy gave me the blueprint how to win, how to be successful, but eh, I'm going to fall back on, on on what I've been doing you know, forever and expect to get a different result. Guess what that's called, guys? Insanity. Stop being insane. Stop being afraid to be succeed and embrace the truth. Now, it's. It, I'm glad you said that because when I first started out, I it, the question to me wasn't whether or not I could be successful. The question was, what happens once I get there? Yes. And I would do everything in my power to self-sabotage myself. Yep. I really didn't know what I was doing until I became self-aware. I mean, I would have big meetings that could take me to the next level, and I would say, you know what? Well, it's too far, or I don't have enough gas, or um, you know what? I don't have a degree. Um, It's just not going to work for me. Did you you mic my life? Did you put a mic inside my my head, inside my life? Like, you're you're talking to me here. (laughs) It's scary. It's scary. But no, that's how I was. It wasn't the... I knew I had the potential. My question was, what in the world do I do with it once I reach that top? Because people always say, once you reach the top, you know, you're, you're headed for the bottom. And this is what I learned. When I started to develop my vision and my mission for what I wanted to do, when it became all about impacting lives, that fear started to dissipate. It started to go away. And here's why. We are, and I'm going to say this to the listeners, and this may ruffle a few feathers. Just ruffle. Stop being selfish. Stop worrying about yourself and start thinking about the people's lives that you can change, (laughs) especially those who are in service industries. We're all in service industries. So uh, let let me just fix that. Stop. We worry too much about how we look, how we act, what we're thinking. All those different things instead of giving value to other people. And that is one of our biggest handicaps. And this is why when principle uh, two is so important because this causes us to worry about what other people think yep. of us. We're worrying about how, we're worrying about how many likes we got. We're worrying about how many followers we got. Like, listen – Give me some quality over quantity. I don't care if I have five followers or ten followers, but let that let me be let them be organic. Let them be impactful. Let their lives change. Let them be, add value, you know, to our lives. It's insane. We have to come to a point where we stop doing that. But it's easier said than done for most. Like listeners, we're gonna challenge you. We are gonna challenge you. We're coming close to our to our to our our, our speed limit over here. But but if, if this is this is deeper than this is deeper than. Than, than you think because it's hard to it's hard to overcome it until you realize that we have that issue and we all 
have it or had it at some point. Without question. What? Come again? I said without question. Yeah, it's... It's, it, but it's, it's scary because it, sometimes it gets frustrating, man, because, you know, I live it in my life and, and sometimes it's the, it's the closest people to me that I almost try to help get them enlightened. And it's like, they just putting up a fight, putting up a fight. Sometimes I feel like some people have the smallest problem with the easiest solution and they just don't want to solve it. But then you have somebody that has a huge major problem. The solution, the, re- the resolution is really difficult. It's really hard. And they find a way and get it done. And it's just like, why? Why does such, such, such a big drastic balance in the scale? And just why do we do we just allow ourselves to just be drained and sucked? It's like energy vampires are everywhere. It's wild. Listeners, don't make the same mistakes that anybody else is making. Please, begging you, begging you, do not let somebody's opinion be your reality. Believe in your vision. Conquer conquer that darkest fear that, that that consumes us all the fear of the truth and the fear of success i'm telling you absolutely Let, let's let's challenge the listeners Charles. okay what do you got what do you got for, what do you got for our listeners i'm gonna challenge everybody listening right now and i'm gonna challenge myself and i'm gonna challenge you truck we're not we go through life every single day now think about your life think about the goals think about everything you want to achieve right now Okay. There is something that you're not doing that if you did this particular action would cause you to catapult your success, would take you light years in the right direction. You've been putting it off. You can. It, it, you may have been putting it off for a week, two days, a month, three months, a year, years. Whatever that thing is right now, everybody listening, I want you to take the step and do it. That's your challenge for today. Mm, I like it. That's it. We're challenged. We're challenging you. We're challenging all listeners. I'm challenging you, Yoko. I'm challenging me. That's it. We're going to put accountability on it. That's it. We got to do it. It's done. And we want them to call in. Let us know what that challenge is. Let us know what you did. You want to hear your success stories. This podcast is not about Eddie and Miyoko. This podcast is about us adding value to you. It's about you. We are regular human beings who have had experiences in our lives and have achieved certain levels of success. We want everybody to win. If you win, we win. Deal. I like it. I love it, man. Thank you, all you listeners again. And just like Yoko said, man, you know, call in, you know, text, email, share, spread the word, because I feel like, you know, there's going to be a lot of value going on 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 this podcast, and we're going to shape and change some lives. So share share it with your friends, man. You just never know how this is going to reach something. And we're going to hit some tough, hard topics that nobody likes to talk about that's going to make a difference. So once again, you are listening to the Art of Winning podcast with me, Eddie Truck Gordon, my co-host, the man himself, Miyoko Taylor, and, and and we love it, man. Anything for the listeners before we head out? What do you got? That's it. And I, as I always say, don't be afraid to be great. It's time to step out of your comfort zone and start living that life that you truly desire. Stop thinking and start doing. And that's all I got to say. Love it. Later, guys. What's going on? Eddie Truck Gordon, and you are now winning with my main man, Miyoko Taylor. How's everything going today, brother?
Man, I'm doing great, man. You know, I, I feel truly, truly blessed. I'm truly, truly excited for everything that's gonna uh, uh, embark in this uh, in this upcoming day, upcoming hour, upcoming minute, upcoming week, upcoming year. It's just like now is the time. I just feel it, man. I'm excited. I like that. Right down the line, man. You didn't leave any. You didn't leave anything <laughs> out. Got, I hope. I we have a really, really good. Um, podcast show today man because we're, we're we're talking about the topic of emotions we're covering principle three um in your amazing book forever trucking mastering the will to win and i think this is one that is often really underutilized and not really talked about by a lot yes. of dealing with emotions especially as men man so I, I think this will give some good value to our male listeners out there and even our female listeners, but I think no, hundred percent. I completely agree with you, man, because some, so many times as, as men, we feel that, you know, we have to show strength. We can't show weakness. And if we're weak, then, then we're vulnerable. And that's the furthest thing from yes. the truth. And it, it's deep. I'm, I'm excited, man. You, I think you, I think you set the, you set the tone. So let's kick it off. I, I'll read principle three and then we'll jump right into it. Good. So here we go. Let me let me not get emotional reading this emotional. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Never let your emotions control your decision making. They will wreak havoc on your personal, professional, and financial well-being. Uh, control your emotions. Don't let them control you. Powerful, powerful statement. Oh man, let me tell you something. This chapter was one of the 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 harder chapters to get through emotionally because we go through our ups, we go through our downs. And so for whatever reason, those downs seem so much more longer and deeper and cut like a knife, you know, than the ups. And it's hard. It's definitely, definitely hard. Absolutely, man. And I like how in the book, and I'm not going to give it all the way because I want people to go get the book. Get that book, forever truck, and master the will to win. <laughs> but you really covered some of the very personal things that you experienced in your life. Why don't you share that, share just a little bit of that with the people listening today? Um, yeah, you know what? Let's, let's, um, I guess let me pick a, uh, read an excerpt little, from the book a little bit. Let me read an excerpt from it. All right, here we go. Um, as practice went on, my heart was not in it. And that day ended up being twice as devastating for me. Today will be the day that I suffered the worst injury in my football and my athletic career. My ligaments were torn on my knee, and I wasn't sure if I had a future in athletics after that massive setback. Not only was I nervous, I was terrified. I felt sorry for myself. It was one of the loneliest feelings I've ever had at the time. I think it was symbolic that I got hurt on 9-11 because while I was feeling sorry for myself, I had friends, teammates who were missing. They were lost, hurt, or could possibly dead. So I had to put my pride behind me and be grateful that I had air in my lungs and I wiped those tears away and get the book to get boom. I'm 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 fired, I'm fired up, man. Cause as I read that, I'm like reliving it. Excellent. Excellent. And 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 that's I'm telling you, man, when I read when I got to this chapter and I got to this thing, because I remember nine eleven just like yesterday. Yeah, um, I, think, I think we all it's it's tough to even to, to, to get past that day. Absolutely, man. I remember waking up. And turning the television on, um, grabbing some cereal. And I remember, you know, smoke from the building and people were talking about a plane hit the building. And I'm looking at the news. And next thing you know, as they were talking, another plane hit the same building. And I'm just like, something is wrong here. 
It's crazy. I remember, I remember like it was yesterday too, man. I was sitting at Fordham University. I remember being FMH building, which is like for all business majors. And I literally walking through the, the, the hallway and seeing, and seeing like the TVs. I'm like, I'm like, what? That's a crazy looking movie. Like that's wild. And it was like a numb, dull feeling where everything was a solitude. And you see, I've seen people walk around campus like crying and on their cell phones. And I'm just like, this, this, what is going on? And I remember walking to the cafeteria where all the football players, we had our little, we had our little table and we were just sitting there and everybody's eyes were glued to the, to the TV and to watch the second plane hit. It was like, oh no, this is reality. Absolutely. And, and, and to bring that up, my heart, our hearts definitely go out to anybody that lost any loved ones, uh, family members, anybody special to you in 9-11. Um, yeah, especially if people are still dealing with the complications yeah. of not loving because people don't realize, you know, out of sight, out of mind, you know, I have some friends that, that, that are still day. dealing with it. Absolutely. So let's go into emotions a little bit and how they affect us. You, you talked about going through these different emotional things, uh, relationships, um, you know, injuries. Are some of the things that people can grasp from this podcast today and, and really help them understand what emotions are, how they, how they function and what to do when they're feeling certain ways about certain things, especially when it comes in between their goals and the things that they're trying to achieve. I'll let you go first. Yeah. Well, listen, man, like the, the, the only constant in life is that we're going to encounter, you know, ups, downs and, and, and in betweens. And, you know, to, to go and think that it's going to be a smooth ride is almost, it's almost, it's, it's negligence. It, it's really, it's, it's boiled down to negligence. We are going to encounter failures. We have to be masters of not just our mindset, but masters of our emotions. Because our emotions, you know, it, it's like a tug of war with our mindset. If you're, and I tell you all the time. When things are going well, when things are great, when the bank account is full of cash, money, you can buy whatever you want, when the kids are acting normal, when the dog's not barking, when 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 your boss is, is, is happy with the work that you're doing, when things are going well, it's easy to be positive. It's easy to be emotional. All the time. <laughs> exactly. It's easy to be emotionally sound. But when when you're broke, when you don't have a dollar, you don't know where the, where the next meal's coming from. When, when your girlfriend breaks up with you, when when you feel like the, the, the cloud is as dark as it's ever going to get for you, that's when we need to, 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 to control those more emotions, reel them in, and, 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 and find whether it's a, a, a music, whether you're into art, whether it's just – whether you think you can sing and you really can't sing and just blurt out a line, whatever it is. That's going to kind of reel those emotions in and put you in a happy state of mind and a happy being in the worst point in the worst time of your life. We have to do more of that. And this is and myself included. And I, I need to start doing more of this. Talk to those people who care about you truly and love you for you. Not those that not those energy vampires that love you when you're doing well, when you're shining bright. Talk to those people that was with you from the dirt, from the mud, from the from the grind where 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 you was just in your your weakest point. Talk to those people because they are going to see that you need them, and they are going to uplift you. It, it's it's I totally agree with you, Truck. I totally agree with you one hundred percent. And it's funny because I have to bring this up because I'm an emotional mastery coach. That's part of one of my titles, and I got some feedback from somebody who I'm not going to give any names, but he's pretty prominent in his industry. 
And I got some pushback, and the response was, is you can never control your emotions. And I want to clear that up for the listeners. We are not saying that we are to master your emotions or emotional mastery is that you control your emotions every waking moment of the day. No. Sometimes circumstances happen. We're human beings, and react, we react a certain way. But what emotional mastery is is when you feel that emotion, you don't allow it to control your actions or your behavior. Um, we experience different types of emotions day in and day out. But the key is we have to have a strong level of self-awareness. And I say that till I'm blue in the face. Self-awareness is totally important because emotions can be both right and wrong. I'll say that one more time. Emotions can be both right and wrong. Okay. Anytime you feel an emotion, it's valid. It's right. It's correct. Whether it's anger, love, hate, fear, that's a real emotion. But our emotions are determined based on our beliefs about someone or something or our perception of the situation. So you can have the right emotions in the wrong format. And that's something that most people don't realize. So when you're going through these things in life and you're going through these challenges that are um, keeping you from your goals, you have to look at it this way. That emotion is going to cause a certain reaction. You're just not going to have an emotion. That emotion is going to cause a certain behavior. And, and the problem with myself included sometimes, because we keep it real on this podcast. Yes, that's it. We, keep it real. We, <laughs> often, we often have an emotion and then it leads us to the wrong action. And then we sit back and wonder what the heck just happened. Well, we allowed that emotion to bring us into an action that was not productive in our lives personally or professionally. So emotions are very important. They're not often talked about, but they're one of the most important components to success. And just like you were saying, Trucks, you have to avoid the emotional vampires, man. They're out there, ladies and gentlemen. They are there, man. It's it's crazy because we you know we don't realize that when we're talking about emotions, whether it's, you know, you know, and this is personal to me, you know, this is in the book, you know, dealing with you know, with, with divorce, you know, I got married when I was a young man, 22 years old. You know, I didn't know who I was. You know, you know, my ex-wife didn't know who she was, but it's emotional. I was always raised with this idea in my head that, oh, I need to get married. I need to have a family. I need to have a kid. I need to this. I, it was just like it was the emotions of, of, of the societal norms that is so forced upon you. And I wanted to break that and say, I'm not going to be like all African-Americans have baby mamas and this and that, all these different stereotypes. And it's, it, it was an emotional uh, um, store because, mm-hmm. you know, when things are not going the way that you want them to in life, and I, and I battle some of my darkest moments, I, that sometimes we let our emotions lead us to different decisions, which ultimately is going to make the, the, the situation 10,000 times worse. And yes, and that's exactly. the, and that's where we're talking about, you know, controlling the emotions. You're gonna feel emotions when you don't have any money and you're strapped for funds and, you, and your kids want something and you're hungry and you don't know where the food is gonna come from. You know, you're gonna emotionally say, "How am I gonna get it? How am I gonna get it?" But don't sit there and steal from the hand that feeds you. And, and you got to control that emotion. Don't go try to rob a bank because guess what? <laughs> now. That 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 starving feeling that you had to, to to provide food for your family, you rob a bank, you get locked up, you get arrested. Now this is ten times worse. So that's, Nobody's here. That that's why we're talking about controlling the, those emotions. 
That's the problem. That's it's you're never gonna you're never gonna be able to not react and be emotionless because listen, I wear my passion and my emotion on my sleeve. I am the most emotional person, but I had to learn how to tame that and control that to get to the success that I got. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, it, it requires a very very strong level of focus, and I love how you just connected on what I said. It's not about it's about controlling the action. Because we're gonna feel emotions all day, every day, man. Sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm with a client, or I'm in the store, and you know that line's a little bit too long, and everybody's trying to get one thing at the same time, and you have two items in your in your uh, hand, and five people ahead of you have all this hardware that they got to check out, and in your mind you're like, oh my god, man, I wish I could push this person out of the way. I just have two things. Like really, like what is going on here? That's an emotion. Am I literally going to push these people out of line? Absolutely not. That's a form of being able to control the actions that that emotion presents. 100%. So that's a very quick example, and everybody can relate to that. I don't care who you, you are. Guys, trust me, I, I, I just went down that route too. Man. I had to go get milk <laughs> for the baby. And I'm sitting there at <laughs> CVS, and for whatever reason, my CVS, there's always a thousand people walking around the aisles. I'm talking about workers, and one person that registered, I'm just like, God, oh, get at the register. But you got to control the emotions because you don't want to get locked up <laughs> just for some milk. That's not, that's, not the, that's not the route to go. But it's, you know, you know, we joke with it because, you know, I feel like when you get the confidence and, and, and you get that feeling that, that you know how to tame and control your emotions, it's going to excel you and put you a step ahead of the competition, especially when you're talking about business. Some of the worst business decisions that I've ever made and, and, and that's historically been, ever been made has been based on emotion. Based on emotion, you look at oh yeah, you look at what? Uh, let me think of one everybody knows, like you know Steve Jobs, Apple, iPhone, all that, all those 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 the the, the the conglomerate that Apple is. But most people don't realize that someone made an emotional decision and fired Steve Jobs from his own company, his own baby, and guess what happened to Apple? started to tank it they were they had to go running back and crawling to the same person that built the company that they fired for him to to to, to relaunch the company and get it where everybody knows about apple at this point so when you're in business and you're emotional and somebody's pushing and taking your buttons and you got to make a, a, a deadline a decision take a deep breath and and remember this podcast remember don't let your emotions create bigger distractions in your life. And then, as you repeat that in your mind over and over, maybe two or three times, because it might be a quick decision you got to make, then react. And, and I agree with you 100%. One of the biggest reasons why we have issues with our emotions, and, and, and we're getting deep on this, and one of the things I often say is that we, as a nation, as a world, as a society – have become addicted to instant gratification. Oh, oh my gosh. I mean, we are totally addicted to I want this now, not two days from now, right now, down to the second. And when you have that particular mindset, let me tell you something. I struggled for over 10 years, 10 years, to start to see some leeway and get to the level of success that I am now. And I'm still climbing, but... I tell people to, to say this, 
as a business, since we're talking about business, if you're looking to be a small business owner, an entrepreneur, you are going to have to go through some terrain. I'm not saying you're going to have to do the same thing I did because I was gung-ho. I jumped with two feet. Yeah. That's not for everybody. Everybody's struggle is going to be different, too. Just be ready for yes. it. Just be ready for yes. it. Yes. Set your mind to know that there is going to be adversity because this is the only way I can add value to someone else. Your pain is what turns into purpose. Yes. You have to have that experience. And because we're so addicted to instant gratification, when trials come, when situations come, we are not mentally prepared to handle it, and we just give up. Do you know how many people have excellent gifts and amazing talents, and they have literally given up just because they experienced some adversity? They've given up, Yoko, the crazy they give given up when they're right there, right next to the finish right line. There. Like, literally, when it's hurting the most, when you're the most emotional, when you're, that's when that breakthrough is going to happen. That was Absolutely. the most craziest thing. You know, with the, I, I said it once, I said it twice. I'm going to say it a thousand times over and over again. The richest place on this planet is the cemetery. It's the cemetery. Because people give it up on their dreams and emotions right before the greatness was going to be poured upon the world. And that's scary. And, and, and you want to talk about instant gratification. I lived that life, man. I still, you know, we're always growing. We're always learning. Like, we always want it now. We're an on-demand society. We want everything and anything immediately, right now, right here. And when it comes to business, like it, we have to realize that it's not going to happen right now. It might not happen you know, a month from now, a week from now, a year from now. But better believe if you're persistent and consistent, it's going to happen. And if you master your emotions, it's going to happen that much sooner for you. So learn from us. All our listeners right now listening to the, the Art of Winning podcast, please listen to us. Learn from us. I feel that you have to be successful. And guess what? Success leaves clues. That's the biggest clue we're going to give to you today. Without Control question. that emotion. And, 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 Everything that we're saying ties in all together, like like a train, like a bridge, like a like a connector. Because once you start to, and what we're saying to you, ladies and gentlemen, is you have to learn to become a long term thinker. This actually will help how you deal with your emotions and the actions that you take. Because instead of acting on that emotion immediately, you can see down the line and say, you know what, this may not be the best decision, regardless of how I am feeling. So you have to become a long-term thinker. And this is why we're so big on vision, passion, mission, purpose. Because once you have those things in alignment, you become a long-term term thinker. You have no choice oh, yeah. but start thinking in the long term. When you have a vision, that vision is not going to come to pass right away. You're going to spend the entire rest of your life yep. fulfilling that vision. Exactly. So if you are forced to become a long-term thinker, so make, you are forced. It's going to make everything so much easier because if you Think for yes. the like if you could if you could make a decision and say all right do I want to eat this pizza right now the whole pie and just uh, I'm just gonna kill it like all right let's think let's think long term have a half a slice and then two three hours later have a little piece until that till that hunger is satisfied and I love me some pizza man but it's like that's an emotional emotional eat it's like you know I like to break things down in the simplest forms it might sound crazy. But when you think of something like that, it, it kind of makes you kind of put the realization that little decisions 
or huge, ginormous decisions. They're just decisions. Well, <laughs> well you, I'm telling you, man, we're, we're just going down the hill, going down the hill real deep because you're talking about emotions and you're talking about eating. I got to build on that a little bit. Uh-oh. Because sometimes I'm an emotional eater. Yes. Like I said, I'll put myself out there. I'm, I'm very transparent. This is a keep it 100% real person. Yeah, let's do it. Sometimes I'm an emotional eater. And the result from being an emotional eater is you don't know how this is going to affect your health in the long term, in the long run. So we have to make better decisions based on our emotions. Um, how many people listening right now are in a damaged relationship because they're acting way too much on their emotions and they're not considering the other person? How often are businesses, like you use Steve Jobs, how often are businesses operating out of ego instead of purpose? Yes. So there's so many things that we have to look at when it comes to emotions. Emotions can be a success killer. Everybody, oh, dude, that's the that's a fact. It could be emotions can be a success killer or a success amplifier. Like, like, and I think about it when I think about like like my emotions and and how I battled, you know, adversity, you know. I we touch upon it a little bit in chapter three in, in Forever Trucking. I could have wrote a whole book about about that darkness, about the emotion, because it's so transparent. It's it's, it's so real. You know, nobody likes to admit it, but like like Yoko said, man, we're gonna keep one hundred this podcast. I battled depression. I went through the darkest periods of my life of depression once I separated yeah. from my ex wife and I couldn't be around my kids every single day the way I wanted to. I I was in a dark place. And I had two routes to go because I was I was getting hit from left and right when it rains and pours. That's the when it rains and pours. Get in there and then dive into that 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 chapter. Like when it rains and pours, I I was dealing with so many different storms. It was a perfect storm. I didn't know what to do, where to go, but I had to make a decision. I had to control my emotions or let my emotions eat me up and take me down a, a, a narrow dark path. So. It's going to, like Yoko said, it's going to build you up or it's going to tear you down. Learn from us. Learn from this podcast, The Art of Winning. If you want to win each and every day, reel in your emotions and find, and find a way, a way to control it. Absolutely. You have to. It is a must because as an entrepreneur, as anybody striving to be great in any area of your life, you are going to be on an emotional roller coaster. It is going to happen. You are going to feel various emotions. Your physical is going to be challenged. Your mental, your spiritual, emotional, all those things are going to be challenged at some point in some way, shape, or form. So what we are telling you, it's not something we read out of a book. What we are telling you are things that we have experienced in our lives. We live and experience continuing to experience yes. this is not something that we're sharing from a, a novel or not uh, it's live. Oh, this is none of that <laughs> it's real this is 100 real life experience so those of you listening this is a real life experience things that we have gone through and are going through and we're talking about challenges i'm gonna like we, we put out a challenge last last podcast i'm gonna put out another challenge today and before before we wrap up to control your emotions, right? You have to put an action in place. Now, I'm a big believer in the give and take and, and the law of action. 
in order for you to control your emotion, go above and beyond and try to single out two, three, four, five, the more the better, five different people that you can give a positive vibe, a positive emotion, whether it's a compliment, whether it's, you know, a helping hand. And it doesn't have to be something, you know, astronomical, taking your bank account, writing a check for somebody for $1,000. It could be something just as little as opening the door for somebody and saying, good day, hello. Give that positive emotion, that positive vibe, and, and watch it bounce back onto you. The more people you do that with, the, the, the more positive it is. Write it down. Say, I accomplished this. I have a goal tomorrow to, to, to get, you know, two more positive you know, interactions. And, guys, don't be phony or fake. If somebody's hair looks like garbage, don't tell them, oh, my God, your hair looks nice just to get the challenge out the way. No, they're going to know that their hair looks like garbage. Don't, so be genuine. Yes. And you're going to see how it's going to put a good cast over, over your body for the, for, the, for the rest of the day. Amazing challenge. I have nothing to add to that. I am actually going to take that challenge myself. I'm challenging not just you, not just me. I'm challenging everybody listening. And that's the good thing about it. It's called accountability. And when it's, when it's in our head that we know that we have this challenge to present, it's going to force us to be thinking about good, positive vibes. And then once we start thinking about good, positive things, we're going to be attracting good, good, positive things. And then we actually do these good, positive things. Now it's just a circle, a circle of positivity, a circle of purpose, and a circle of controlling and taming the beast that we call emotion. And call in. We want to know, you know, what were some of the positive things you, you've done, some of the things that you uh, have experienced that have really – boost your positivity and and you have gotten that back because you'll get it back i mean once you put out positive or negative energy is coming back there's no um, doubt about it and make sure you guys you know are sharing the podcast you're, you're emailing us because we want to hear back from you we want to 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 tackle the emotional things that 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 you're dealing with in life and hopefully you know shape and form your life and make it a little bit easier to overcome that because you know i'm going to touch upon this and I'm going to see maybe maybe if I could uh, even get this person you know, on the line. This person's been down, a, a good friend of mine, down, feeling like, like the world's against him. And, and she picked up this book, and she read my book, and she, she had the, the, you know, the, 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 the mental fortitude to contact me and say, thank you, I needed to hear this, and I'm going to read this book over and over until I get out of my funk. And that was one of the, the most rewarding feelings that I've gotten besides getting, you know, notifications and, and, and accolades about the book. And like, it's about helping someone get through some, a moment in time where they, where, where they feel like they're, they're helpless, they're alone. And that's what emotional mastery is all about. It's not only helping your emotions, but being able to impact and help others. Well said. Love it. You guys have been great. You know, once again, you're listening to the Art of Winning podcast with me, Eddie Trunk Gordon, and my awesome co-host, Miyoko Taylor. Miyoko, any final thoughts for the guests and the listeners of the podcast today? You know what I always say. Don't be afraid to be great. Reach out. Give us a contact anytime you can. And continue to change lives, not just your life, but the life of someone else's. Love it. Have a blessed day, everybody.